I mean, pretty easy for me. Like, I'm gonna stick to my routine as best I can. And, you know, there's, we're busing to, you know, UNLV or, uh, you know, going to, you know, whatever media stuff we have, you know, obligations, that stuff. But I mean, my message to everybody is just stick to your routine. We've done as best you can. If you wake up at a certain time, continue to wake up at that certain time. Wednesday, if after practice you you know do some body maintenance and you go home, you sit on your couch and watch TV, hey, why change it up? Live from the heart of the action at the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in Las Vegas, this is Bet MGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Well, George Kittle and the 49ers offense probably don't have to change anything with their routine. The defense might be a different story, though, after Steve Wilkes, I mean, just ripped him. Ripped yeah. him in his press conference and has been – that has really been the story. As you mentioned it before, Trista, that that defense has been, I think, as you said, boo-boo in yep. the playoffs for Tra- the San Francisco. Trash vomit. Yeah, trash vomit was the other one, which yeah. I'm still trying to picture what trash vomit is. I don't – I have ideas, think but about, I, can't be good. That doesn't eating, sound good. eating out of a dumpster and then getting oh. so sick that you throw it up. That sounds really, that's, that's what really that gross. That's what the Niners' defense is. Yeah, that's what the Niners' defense is. <laughs> God, I got a visual that I don't know if I need, but it's there. Not going there. away now. It's been crazy how, like, Old eggs. The, the pass rush with Nick Bosa, you know, Nick Bosa had a down year, yeah. according to his, like, for his standards. Mm-hmm. But, like, the Chase Young pickup, man. He's, I'm so glad we got rid of him. Yeah. In DC. What a great move by oh, the commanders to terrible. move on from Chase Young. He had, Young. like, two good games. Yeah. 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 He has one move. He can't shed blockers. And he just doesn't show any level of consistency whatsoever. And it actually is insanely frustrating because I can remember that year. And how excited everybody was when they were getting closer and closer to the number two pick because we knew that would be Chase Young and the yeah. guy's a local guy. And then here we are. So, again, things are different, though. Uh, but my team has never been able to have nice things for a long, long time. 49ers fans obviously have it a little bit different now. You know, it's, it's like I, I feel like this is one of those games. I mentioned it to Brad. Like, it doesn't it just have that feel of this comes down to the last possession? This comes down to a field goal? It's why field goal props do make a lot more sense this time around. We've looked at this spread. It's never been more than a field goal, and it hasn't been that way since it opened at Chiefs plus three. So we're kind of looking at something that just has that. It has at least, and even if you take the betting side out of it, like it could be an all-timer if everybody plays up to the level that we obviously expect them to in this game. I hope so. It does feel to me, though, like there is also the potential, and I know Ryan has the futures on the Niners, so it's sort of clouding his analysis a little because he – He's invested in that. Yeah. But it does feel like Kansas City's defense has just been wrecking shop on every single team that they've played so far in the playoffs. The way that they made the Ravens look, the way that they made the Bills look, where they basically had to have Josh Allen run the ball for 55 yards in order to really keep that thing close. Those were both very low-scoring games. It feels like it's going to be hard for San Francisco to get points, even though their offense has been quite potent all year long and then i can see kansas city finding a way to push on the parts of the defense for the niners that are very vulnerable aka giving the ball to isaiah pacheco and then and then kind of opening up play action and patrick mahomes running as well and then there's a there's a slight slight i have kansas city minus seven plus Mm. 320 so that's how i see it potentially i don't think that's like Sure. Someone loves the Chiefs over I love here. The Damn. Chiefs this, this year. I love the Chiefs. Minus seven, plus 320. Didn't get the best of the numbers, shop around. But I can see it ending up being close for most of the game and then ending up being, you know, a touchdown or more. Yeah. I mean, like, on paper, the Niners all season long have looked like the best team in the NFC for sure. Mm-hmm. But they have some issues, right? The interior of their offensive line. Pretty much everybody other than Trent Williams 
is an issue on that offensive line. But, you know, nobody's really uh, noticed or paid attention this season because Brock Purdy's getting rid of the ball so quickly because of Kyle Shanahan's, you know, the, the run game stuff. McCaffrey's so damn good. But, um, like, Kansas City, even though it, they led the league in drops and whatnot, and they don't have a star wide receiver other than, like, Rasheed Rice, who's a, who's a rookie. I would argue maybe this is the most. And would you even most... consider him a star? No, no. He's a good receiver, but we're not. But like, like, that's not really a number one on a Super Bowl winning team. This might be the most complete team that Mahomes has had, though. Like, yes. the offensive line has always yeah. been really good in Kansas City. Um, he hasn't been touched barely at all. That defense. Like, yes. They just, like, they turn the switch on when they get to the playoffs. It's kind of like on the offense, right? Like, if you listen to the Travis Kelsey podcast, the Great Heights podcast, that's even what he says. He's like, yep, we're getting right at the right time. MBS making plays at the right time. But, like, everybody just has a role on that team. You know what I mean? And if you give Andy Reid extra time to prepare, even for a team like San Francisco, he's always going to have a near-perfect game plan. And now that they've, like, taken away some of the control from Matt Nagy, because if you're watching Mahomes at the line of scrimmage, you could tell, like, it's more the Pat offense now, not that Matt Nagy nonsense. You know, it's interesting that you bring up kind of taking away some of that from Matt Nagy. Yeah. You know who's a free agent offensive coordinator? Matt Nagy. Eric Bieniemy. Oh, yeah. Washington's not retaining him. Yeah. Obviously, because Cliff Kingsbury is now the new offensive coordinator in Washington. And they did say today, Dan Quinn's introductory press conference today with the commanders, he said, Yeah, like it was, we knew we met, we knew that it wasn't going to work. They have different philosophies, I guess, whatever. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if the enemy's right back in Kansas City next yeah. year. They yeah. go and draft a wide receiver. They sign somebody big like a Mike Evans in free agency. Yeah. And that Kansas City team then has the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has ever had. I mean, think about it for years. We would talk about how much of a liability Kansas City's defense was, and now it's become the strength, especially that pass rush. If they're able to just add one or two more receivers that you can count on consistently with Rasheed Rice, if Travis Kelsey does decide to come back and doesn't ride off into the sunset, which could be a possibility, I mean, this Chiefs team is maybe right back in the Super Bowl again next year. Yeah. I mean, would you be shocked, man? Like, they're the new Patriots. I think they're going to at least be in the AFC championship game every year. Every year. Because Pat Mahomes is that dude. I hate to be like a name dropper, but last night we went to dinner and Mm -hmm. Brian McFadden was there. Mm -hmm. And I was, of course, talking about Lamar because I love Lamar. And I'm like, you know, what the hell were the Ravens doing? What was that game plan? Why didn't you run the ball against Kansas City? And his take was, man, Lamar's just not a gamer. Pat is Mm -hmm. the ultimate gamer. He's the the new Tom Brady. Yeah, and this was the year to get. Kansas City. You know what this I mean? The yeah. year that they yeah. were down. Buffalo yeah. had the best chance. If they didn't, if Josh Allen didn't just give the ball, you know, just try to go to the end zone on that second and nine, third and nine look. Yeah. And then just dump it down to Stefan Diggs, who was wide open, no one near him, and just run the clock all the way and score then. Like that was the only shot really that anyone had. It felt yeah. like Baltimore, even though it was close, never really felt super close. Mahomes is Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know, he's he's Tom Brady, he's Michael Jordan. In my opinion, he's the greatest of all time. I don't care like what people on Instagram say because of the Super Bowl rings. Like he has more wins before he hit thirty than any quarterback in league history. What does he have? Fourteen playoff wins now? That is insane, dude. Again, people people using titles as the ultimate end all be all argument for any player is lazy. Yeah. It's just lazy. It's part of the conversation, but it's not the end-all, be-all, it's not the peak of the conversation. But, yeah, like, if you look at where we are now, right, this was the first time coming in this when you say, like, oh, yeah, this is the, the one chance teams had to get after the Chiefs. I mean, everybody felt that this was the year where you say, you know, you never count out Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, but maybe this year you actually – and then here they are right back where, they, where they've always been 
AFC Championship game or a Super Bowl, and you just realize that there are certain teams that also, like, it starts with the culture. We talk about heat culture. Well, there's a reason why you have somebody like Kansas City just find ways to turn that up a notch or three notches or whatever, how many notches you want it to be once you get to these important games in the playoffs, and that's where they are. And they've now just realized, too, here's the guys that we can count on. Isaiah Pacheco is one of them. By the way, one of the most bet player props over on his rushing yard, second most only behind Brock Purdy and his rushing yards, the over there at BetMGM's. I know. I'm on that too. But again, the public can be right. It's okay. I don't care if a lot of people are on that. I like Brock Purdy and his rushing yards. I've loved Pacheco all through the playoffs. Attempts is another one. That went up to 16 and a half. It had been 14 and a half the last couple weeks. But you count on these guys because you know this is a group of, of players that understand what's at stake and they've got a culture that backs up all of that. Yeah, and you're right. Like, that's just an, a, a team that they kind of remind me, not in the sense of who they're going to be after this year, because the Warriors this year and last year are not very good. Yeah. But it kind of feels like the 2022 Warriors team, mm-hmm. where you're like, is this is this the year where, like, they're finally dead? Like, is this the year where – and they've got dysfunction in the beginning of the year. They're low on the power ratings. All of the pundits are down on them. Yeah. Why won't they get Steph some help? Is Steve Kerr the right coach? Et cetera, et cetera. Is Andy Reid going to retire? <laughs> Is Patrick – why don't we could get still Patrick, happen. Yeah, I mean, could. What if he did after all this? Patrick Mahomes, why won't he get? we give him help? There was a lot of Steph-Patrick Mahomes comparisons. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then in 2022, the Warriors won the whole damn thing. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what makes Pat so good. Like this year, man, your best rookie or your best receivers are rookie. You know, Travis Kelsey's always going to be Travis Kelsey when we get to the playoffs and be awesome. But um, like what he's done this year has been pretty damn remarkable. And like you said, Nick, they're probably only going to get better next year. What if they go out and they get a Mike Evans, you know, or what if they go out and they and they get like a T Higgins, another number one wide receiver for Mahomes? It's uh, Again, it's an organization that understands they can win with a lower level of talent. Yeah. But you also have to keep your quarterback happy. And I think that's really important. Like, I did the show with Sean Levine on Friday, obviously, in Kansas City. Kansas City fan, but also, you know, covers the team. And I was like, the Chiefs were really arrogant coming into this year, thinking they could just win without really any number one receiver. Problem is, and when you got to the playoffs, they won without a true number one receiver. So it's like... You kind of have it both ways with them where, yeah, it wasn't the best approach, but they still made it work once they got to the playoffs. And you got Travis Kelsey, obviously, who turns it up in the playoffs and is the most bet touchdown prop that there is. And Nobody should be surprised. They're spending now. money on uh, the dominant defense. Yep. Right? So, and, you know, Chris Jones, how much is he going to command? So, yeah. that's going to be really interesting. Yeah, he's so damn good, though, Chris mm-hmm. Jones. Obviously, like, rushing the quarterback, but in the playoffs just becomes like a different dude against the run. And, you know – like, when's Spags going to get a head coaching look? We talked about, like, Mike McDonald, obviously, Dan Quinn. It's crazy that Spags doesn't ever get any looks, right? Does he want to be a head coach? Maybe he just, yeah. Some I mean, guys like, just why, don't. Why would you want to leave Kansas City? <laughs> ben Johnson City? clearly doesn't want to be a head coach. Yeah. Why? There's no reason. Like, if you're gifted Patrick Mahomes, I would never leave him, you know? Yeah. I mean, there, there are certain points where, like, you know, like somebody can get to a certain level. But you know that, like, there's a bigger picture if you're a head coach versus just work, calling defensive plays or offensive plays or just managing one side of the football. So, I mean, you also have it, like, you're in a really good spot in Kansas City. Yeah. Like, for everybody, you know? That's as long as Andy Reid is there, you're going to have a team with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid that now every single year, and I'll never do it again. I will never count out Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I'd rather, I don't think I can. (laughs) I don't think I can anymore. If they did it with this team, then, and that offense, then 
But when it's October or November. Oh, I mean playoffs. Oh, God. I it. mean playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regular season. Yeah. yeah. Listen, they had some bad losses this year. They lost to the Raiders. They had that ugly loss where they only scored nine points against the Broncos. And that was when we really sat there going, oh. Like that Broncos loss, I remember. Yep. We sat on this show and went, like, the Chiefs may actually be in trouble this year. They lost week one to the Lions at home. Well, but the Lions, though, at least that's that's a quality loss. Yeah, it's it the is. Lions. So, but they just they find ways. They are the the uh, the Jimmy Butler of the NFL. That's, and that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Butler turns back the clock. It just doesn't seem to matter once you actually get to the playoffs. Ten nine Warriors over the Nets right now. Five thirty seven to go in the first. We're live from Vegas. Bet MGM tonight. We'll be right back in just a few. Head over to BetMGM to place a better three. This is BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL.